less than average below par radio show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just call to say. There you go. Good mate, you're naked. Always. Hmm. How does a blind person pick up a guide dog's poo? Deep Thought of the Week. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Welcome to your Thursday night. You can almost smell the weekend. I can also smell our party, which isn't far away, Ollie. Next week, next Friday. How's it smell, Tom? Uh, It smells delicious. It smells fun. It also smells like, oh, we need some more people at this party. So tonight, invites galore. Well, it should smell like rock and roll, Tom, because we are announcing our band or bands. We don't know if there could be more than one, but tonight is the night. In the next half an hour, we will get to that discussion about who's made the cut to play at our party. People have been sending in their demos, uh, bands Bands yeah. have been, and I, I need to say, yeah. high quality stuff before, before 8 o'clock, you'll hear it all. Yeah, we'll play those demos and you can help decide. Um, and as, as well, Tom, a bit of a curveball here, but I've got someone in for the show about 8 p.m., who's a protein expert, like a supplements and protein expert, to help bust some myths. Here we go. Because I am doing a Brad Pitt workout to be be like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. How's that going? My girlfriend's hall pass is Brad Pitt in Fight Club. So I'm trying to give her that as a gift. It's going great. Is it? I can go tops off if you want. Nope. Because you'd be pretty sad, I reckon, if you saw the results. It would get you a bit down. All right, let's kick show off with a uh, favourite game of ours called How Triple M Are You? Why not just call now? What? One triple three five three. Call now if you want to play How Triple M Are You? A game we play every Thursday, but normally later in the show, if you're good at music, if you want to go head-to-head with Tom Bainbridge and guess a couple of songs. You always get this wrong. We need the biggest Triple M fan on the phone. That's what that's Is what that you're the, asking. I didn't for. get a script given to me. Is a script? <laughs> oh, so I didn't get the script. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie give us a call. It's already gone. Powderfinger. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, uh, we have questions. Oh, hang on, Ollie, your microphone. Hang on. Matt, you can't change microphones last minute. There you go. Oh, my God. Get this shite show together, Bainbridge. I know you're nervous because we are about to play a game that you always struggle with. Uh, And this is how it sounds right here. Mm, Good. Tom and Ollie's. How Triple M are you? How you feeling, Tom? It's about guessing the songs. Are you feeling confident, my friend? Mate, I'm feeling very confident because aren't we doing party songs tonight? I thought I'd say that because you never know what to say in this segment. Oh, you missed the script, mate. They're covers, not party songs. We're doing covers. So if you're going to try and get it right, Mm. just try and get it right. Now, we've got a contender or a contestant, uh, Jay, who is joining us. Hi, Jay. Hi, how you going? Good, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm feeling good. Are you pretty musically in tune with this station? Well, I hope so. Yeah. I've rang. Well, I, well, yeah, well, I okay, hope mate. so as well. Uh, Jay's giving us some stick. Good on you, Jay. Get down, mate. You're going to lose. You're going to go down. Okay, here we go. Now, Tom, your punishment. Just matching your, just matching your energy here, Jay. So Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, if you lose this, there's always a punishment for you. Yeah, what's the punishment? The punishment will be decided by... Our dear listeners across next week, but it'll all climax at the party. So oh. if you lose this, we'll decide a punishment that it's appropriate for you at our party next it's, Friday night. It sounds a lot like I don't, I don't have a punishment. No, I'm just going to turn to the audience. I've got his punishments, but I want to share the load. I want to uh, share it around. All right, guys, uh, how are you feeling? You ready to go? Yep. Yep. Great. All right, I'll just uh, 
Give myself right here. Song number one, best of five, names of your buzzers. Cool. Covers that Triple M plays. Tom. It's Lenny Kravitz, American Woman. Yes, but who is the well. original? No, well, we're not doing it. Come on, mate. Yeah, Just, okay. Yeah, all right. Who, but who you're was getting, it? You're getting a rap. I said Lenny Kravitz, yeah, American Woman. Guess who? Was I don't know. I don't, who cares? <laughs> okay. Song number two. Oh, Tom. Jay. Oh, oh. Same time there, guys. Uh, that was actually Jay. No, it wasn't the same time. It was definitely Tom. Uh, it was Boys of Summer. By? DJ Otzi. <laughs> oh, you flog. You absolute flog. Yeah. Jay, who sung that, that one? Um, Hanley was the first guy. Oh, God, the younger guy's the punk band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, man. The Ataris. Oh, the Ataris. All right. One to Tom. Nil to Jay. Here we go. Number three. You okay, mate? You having a good time? It's fine. Tom. That is the horses, Daryl Braithwaite. Easy. Oh, that, was, that was too easy. Uh, how Triple M are you, Jay? Not very oh, easy. Not very at all. Uh, Jay, how, how long have you been listening to Triple M for, by the way? <laughs> Mate, pretty much all of it's gone. <laughs> More than you, Tom. Yeah. All right, yeah. song number four. I reckon you got this one, Jay. <laughs> Tom. Oh. oh. No way. You won't, you won't get this. Guns and Roses. Live and let die. Oh, yeah, oh, baby. That is a clean sweep. What a, Jay, what a shame. Got, got smoked. Yeah, you did. Uh, it's a, a real shame. shellacking there. Mm. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> for no, for multiple reasons, Jay. No, sorry. <laughs> We're all sorry. Except for Thanks, Tom, mate. who's now smug, which oh, no one wants best. that. Hey, up next, uh, if you've been the person to donate the most amount of money to Movember... On my profile, I'm going to give you the uh, an invite to the end of your party. So quickly, if you want to donate some cash, head to Instagram or Facebook, get a link to the Movember profile there and donate, donate, donate. I'll be giving away a, t- a ticket to our end of your party up next. Ooh. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. New music from Bring Me the Horizon. It's Midnight Oil, Power and the Passion, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We've also got an end of year party that's in about a week's time, and we're going to finalise the music to that party in about 10 minutes because uh, a lot of bands are sending their demos, and they're, they're, super, they're super amazing. Uh, Ollie, I'm also doing Movember this month. I'm doing mm-hmm. Movember. You're a great guy, mate. You're a hero. Uh, I'm actually an official ambassador of Movember. And look, stop men dying too young. Head to Movember.com and make sure you sign up or uh, donate money. At this stage, it's tough to sign up. Ollie, what do you think about my mo so far? Because I did shave off my motif, my big bushy mo. Yes. And currently now, what's it looking like? Oh, it looks like an in-between mo, doesn't it? No, it's a bit year nine, isn't it? Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it is gross. And it's blonde. I feel like a lot of men are currently walking around with year nine mo's. I, it does annoy me all the posts on Facebook that say, Hi, guys, I'm doing Movember. <sighs> You know, it's it's a great charity. Sorry, what are you doing? It's a great what charity. What are you doing for it, though? Yeah, but what are they doing? <laughs> you know, they've shaven their mow off. Yeah. That's it. And like, they're raising money. Yeah, but I reckon some of them are just mostly doing it for the mow attention. <laughs> if you're raising money, if you're actively raising money, then that's an excellent thing to do. But if it's just like, oh, I've shaved my mow, look at my silly face, ha ha. If you would like to donate, you can head to Instagram at Tom and Ollie. Click the link in bio and there's there's a link there that you, where you can donate. Uh, to our page, Ollie. I've, I've put Tom and Ollie in with that, even though you're not actually doing that. <laughs> okay. Love a link in bio. That's great. Ollie, I said the person that would donate the most amount of money will get an invite to our interview party. You did. When I put this out, 
we received a guy called Bradley. He gave us a call. How much did you donate? Do you want to share to Ollie? How much did you donate to Movember? I was making 500 bucks. $500! Jesus. Bradley, are you keen for the party or the charity? What do you, what's motivating you here? 99% charity, 1% party. Oh, well, isn't that a great result? That Bradley's 1% keen for our party. We, we should get in there. We've got him on the phone. G'day, Bradley. How you doing, boys? I just want to say you've definitely got the ticket. Oh, boy. Bra- Bradley, here's what's happened, mate. When I announced this, that I'd give a ticket to the end of your party, we got a couple of people donating. But what you've done, Bradley, is you've come in way too early with a huge <laughs> donation and you've scared everybody else off, Bradley. <laughs> You've basically hit buy it now it's on eBay. It's a good move. It's like an auction when you go in and do a huge bid on a house. That's Bradley. Well, it's like eBay, Ollie. I'm, I'm oh, relating it to okay. eBay. It's like a buy it now button. I'm more of a property kind of guy than an eBay guy. I, I don't really do that. But Bradley, I'm still concerned that your 1% came for the party. Has your enthusiasm for our party next week uh, risen at all? It has a bit, yeah. Well, 50-50 now. <laughs> okay. I'll take, I'll take apathy. That's okay. What's got you excited about the party? Oh, just give me a good time. Yeah, okay, great. That's true. That's true. A hundred percent. He hasn't even heard what I've uh, what I've done today for our party, which is a bit of a sneak preview. Getting a band, uh, you all. Yeah, I'm getting a band. That's what I'm doing. And something else. And something else. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Well, Bradley, you are you are coming to our interview party. Well done, mate. Congratulations, and thank you so much for getting involved so early and stopping everybody else donating. Here's what I want now. No donation is too small. (laughs) You're annoyed that you didn't. You couldn't do one radio segment and then get your target filled. (laughs) You're annoyed that you've got to keep talking about it and actually do some fundraising efforts. Well, Ollie, can I tell you, I did set myself only a small goal of $1,000. Pathetic. We are... Okay, you're not doing anything for I'm November sorry, that, Is that the stage. lowest target possible? No. That's the default, surely. No, it's not the default. The default's like 100 bucks. I, this 1000 bucks is in the upper ranks. Thank if, you very much. If someone raises 100 bucks, that's not enough. Ollie, we're only $95 away from the total... Grand total of a thousand bucks, and we're out. we're only on the eighth of November. I'm with you, I'm so with you. I want to up that total, but I need your help. Please head to Instagram at Tom and Ollie, click the link in bio, and donate today. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. Hot oh, Nickelback, yes, <laughs> yes, Nickelback says the whole of Australia. Someday, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We're gonna, we're going to announce the band for our party very soon. Now, Tom, would you indulge me? Can we just briefly talk uh, a little bit about fashion? Of course, it's the spring racing carnival um, in in some parts of the country. Uh, And of course, as the weather warms up, Tom, it's just the time of year to get a bit fancy. You can get those dapper clothes on, I think. Mm. Uh, And we're going, actually, to uh, country race day on the weekend called the Ballon Cup. What what is what is fashion? What is that? This is fashion. I thought that was uh, having a seizure or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bring that up with David Bowie. Well, Tom, uh, let's talk fashion because we're going to the country races, and I'm excited. You brought up uh, a style of clothing to (laughs) to me and our producer Tom that you were really keen for for to take off. Well, here's here's where I stand on uh, formal wear. Right? Ladies wear dresses, men wear suits. That doesn't make sense because that that we, well, someone's going to be hot and someone's going to be cold is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, but <laughs> all right, Look, it's a sound argument, but I think that's just the way it works. I've sent you a photo of 
I went op shopping today, and I have a lot of luck with op shops, and oh, I've yeah. sent you a photo oh. of what I stumbled across <laughs> <laughs> in a baby blue... Uh, the the worst part about this photo is your hair, which is very buffy. Had you just been swimming, mate, and no, you'd been in the no, chlorine? No, it looks like a toilet brush. No, I'm just on my own during the day. No one cares about how I look, mate. Uh, how put is some that? Put in that. That did you, I hate how good clothes fit on you. It's oh. a it's a suit. It's a blue suit, but the short they're shorts. You need to put this up. And on so our, look on one, our social accounts. One one question quickly. One triple three five three. You can call now. Actually, right now. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the short suit? A short suit's okay. I want to do it. Can I do it as well? If you can find a matching blue... It's from Calibre. It's from the op shop, but the brand is Calibre. Ollie, I have some blue linen shorts with a blue linen jacket, like both navy blue. Can I wear them? Um, you just trying to copy me, are you, or...? Mate, don't try it's and like steal navy my blue. Don't steal You've my got thunder. baby blue. Don't steal my thunder. So, but obviously, you're a fan of the short suit. Love short suits. I think it's cutesy, but you see a lot of... Dicky kind of, you know, flamingo short suits or like tacky eBay short suits getting around. So you, you're saying the short suit can only work if it's really nice. classy, classy and expensive, but found at an op shop. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. But how annoyed are you? Because we discussed this this week, yeah. And I've walked into an op shop this yeah, morning. And it looks perfect. And it fits perfectly. Did you buy it? Oh, of course. How much? Thirty bucks. For the jacket and the shorts. Yeah, it's a good deal. What are you going to wear in shirt-wise under this, underneath that? I think a crisp white shirt and a blue bow tie. Oh, God. It's going it, to be sexy. It'll look good. It'll look oh, good. So annoying. Uh, let's, uh, he, Adam's uh, on 13353. Adam, thoughts on a short suit? Yeah, look, I'm not really into the uh, the short suits. I think it doesn't really suit well with the shoes, if you ask me. It's uh, hard to make yeah. the shoes look good. You've kind of got to go no socks. You have to go boat shoes for sure. Yeah, but, you, you know, formal wear, you can't wear no socks. You have to wear socks. Well, you have to, you have to show your personality. Uh, I think the Instagram models, would lo- that would uh, say otherwise, you can go no socks. Yeah, you can definitely go no socks. Uh, if you're wearing, like, a brown shoes, but black shoes, you definitely have to wear uh, <laughs> Adam, you've got an idea from the UAE, the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, they wear um, they wear a formal black dress or white dress. Can be also brown. They usually wear it to weddings or they wear it out in the street. Actually, is that like the classic Arabic garb, the big the big floating sort of dress? Uh, it's called the uh, kandora, actually. Okay, but is it so? That's like what the sheikhs wear, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that's correct. But interestingly enough, also the, uh, the the like the poor man wears that as well, or the middle class man. Okay. I'm not sure how that would go down at the country races, <laughs> wearing yeah, a typical okay. Arabic. Do you wear the turban as well? No, no, we don't wear the turban. they got something better there. It's like a piece of cloth they put over their head. That's it. I got, one. I got one of those. In Dubai, I got one. I got the whole suit. But I, wouldn't, I would never wear it at the country yeah, races. It's probably not the best look. <laughs> yeah. Stick with the short suit, though, Ollie, and I'll match yeah. you. I'll do it as well. I'd rather you didn't. We'll announce who's playing at our interview party very soon. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Mates. I'm sick of you. Oh, yeah? And three hours of questions. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom, as you know, as we all know, we are hosting an interview party that has been uh, quite the journey. And it uh, climaxes next Friday night. Mm. And I mean that word deliberately because so many emotions will be coming to a head. But right now there are bands across the country who are waiting to find out if their demo has been heard by us and if their band will be chosen to play next week. We got in early tonight. 
annoyingly, our producer made us do that. And we've been trawling through the brand, the bands, listening to demos all afternoon. I'm tired. From I'm the, so my, tired. My ears hurt. Like, I, don't, I love music, but that's a lot of music. Up next, the highlights of what we heard. And I reckon you'll be pleasantly surprised. This is Green Day when I come around. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's new music from Mumford and Sons. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And we also have... An end of year party that we're hosting. Tom and Ollie's end of year crypto party. Buy and sell cryptocurrencies on Australia's most trusted trading platform, coinspot.com.au. Triple M. And one major thing about a party is, Ollie, we need some music. See what happened there? We sure do. Cool in the gang. Kick it. It's not cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah okay. celebration. Yeah. You make a great point there, Tom, as you as you rode that fader. Thanks, you, mate. you radio panellist. Thanks, mate. Uh, Tom, the music is so important. And mm. so yesterday on the show, we began the journey. Mm. We said, hey, are you a band? Mm. Are you keen? Are you willing? Are you able to join us next Friday night uh, and play at our end of year party? And the response was overwhelming. We have been sifting through these demos all afternoon. Oh, and look, we, I, I want to open up the phones right now, one triple three five three. If any of any of the demos that we play now stand out, yep. it's your end of your party. So if you want to give us a call and go, I love those guys, they should definitely be playing, give us a call on one triple three five three at any time throughout this, all right? Bearing in mind it's got to suit a party vibe. So and that's my, my <laughs> Ollie, This is where I think everybody needs to know, Ollie, that you're very controlling when it comes to music. Oh, well, Anytime we sit in a car, you're like, oh, I'll just chuck my iPod in. It's yeah, like, well, it's yeah. my car, so yeah. I'll choose music. My iPhone. And then you'll... Uh, yeah, I'm a DJ. That's what I do. You're very controlling. Okay. Well, so you trust me or you don't trust me? I, I, look, you do... At the end of the day, you do, do, I do, a good you job? do spin great tunes. There we go. So, here's my point on the first band. Okay. Look, I love the effort from Cold Red Mute. Let's have a listen to it. Yeah. Lovely track called Moonshine. The lads in the clip are drinking uh, moonshine. I like it, I like it, but I you can't be at a party and having a chat over this kind of music. You know. uh, what do you do, Tom? I, I work in radio. You work in what? I said I work in radio. I can't. I can't hear. So that thank you, but it's probably a no there. Yes. The rest for me, it's all open. <laughs> The, hang on, I mean, hang got, on. Are you saying that even Lash seventy eight is open for you? Absolutely, they were my favourite last night. Uh, who who are Lash seventy eight again? Couple of young girls doing some great vocal oh. acoustic music. You only like it because it's out. Put of, the music on. Oh. You only like it because this song's out of A Star Is Born and you're addicted to Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Mate, I love A Star Is Born. And yes, uh, uh, that's why. They're also lovely young ladies. We got a message uh, from, I forget his name. It was like Greg or something. He's like, I love Lash 78. Get them to the party. And I was like, he's a bit of a thirsty piggy, but he's seen them live. So they're great. Tom, what are you you liking? Well, someone that really, really took my fancy Mm. when I was going through these demos, Ollie, is a band called Valerie. They have a track called 92 Silver. Take a listen. I like it. Alternative pop rock. Um, They're on Spotify. They've got two singles. Good. I love the idea that there's an up-and-coming band that's not playing covers, that's playing their own stuff. I think I think it, I, that's got a lot of merit for me for this party. And this and could this be Triple M music if you listen to it's it. It's nice. 
Oh, okay. Um, I like it, Tom. That's Valerie. Another band that's kind of similar, The Vinyl Press, another group of young lads. Um, uh, I think they're from Sydney. They had a song called Riot and the vocals. The funny thing about uh, Vinyl Press is, Ollie, it was sent in by their dad, Greg. Mm. He couldn't actually send it in. So a chick called Ebony had to send it in for him. And uh, this is Cooper and Jack, along with others in The Vinyl Press. This is their song, Riot. It's good. It's really good. It's really good stuff. Uh, moving, we've got to race through. We've got three more. Yeah, okay. And uh, Auntie Leo and oh. the Backstabbers. Well, Tom. we're going straight to the highlight now. This is your highlight, is it? I love Auntie Leo and the Backstabbers. Before I chuck on this track, Ollie, and I've chosen Big John because our mate's name is Big John. Great reason. Ollie, Big uh, Auntie, Just... Auntie Leo and the Backstabbers. No, I need to tell you this. Yeah. All right. Frank sent this one in. Yeah. Right. He knows the guys, the band. This is how he describes them. They give a true salute to spacey, translucent, 60s-inspired music, but with that Brian Jonestown massacre style that moulds that sound into something that's current and not just a homage to past sounds. This is a do-it-yourself recorded song from their kitchen. It's cool. It's, it's real cool group. music. It's a real Brian Jonestown Massacre gro- uh, vibe. Uh, don't mind it at all, Tom. They are up up there. Let's they push sold on. out in a, in in a local venue as well. Well, that's a good sign. Um, Werewolves of Melbourne, Tom, oh. were a hit. We heard them yesterday for the first time, but let's reacquaint ourselves with their song. I love it. Oh. Werewolves of Melbourne. Good sound. And they do stuff like Arctic Monkeys covers and The Strokes. So I'm a big fan of those. They're probably top of the pops for me. Yeah. And Ollie, I think that takes us to our last band that has been hot across our social media pages. If nothing else, they can do a social post and they can wrangle their friends together. But they can also sing some amazing covers. Uh, Elise on vocals. This is Rehash doing a cover. Pretty classic sort of, you know, Jeez. pub rock stuff there. And I like that from Elise uh, and the guys at uh, Rehash. So, one triple three five three. we've got a huge job, Tom, but I would love to hear your thoughts. What stood out for you there? Um, I hope you kept up with all those bands. I can't repeat them. There's definitely too not. many. I definitely didn't. Um, but share your thoughts because I need help. I mean, we could be here all night deciding, Tom, but we've got a time limit. We've yep. got 10 minutes. We, well, we need to decide up next, I reckon. Yep. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Aerosmith with Love and an Elevator, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We also love music on this station, don't we, Ollie? We love music. We're chatting to Muse before 9 o'clock tonight. We're also trying to decide a band for our end-of-year party. It's going to be massive. We want to get you there. If you do want to come, let us know what you can bring. Head to triplem.com.au. Click on the win tab. It's as simple as that, right? Oh, it's tough stuff here, Tom, because there is a... I feel like we're music execs, and we've got... I'm Simon Cowell. I'm Simon Cowell, guys. You're a Kyle Sandilands, I think. (laughs) I am probably a Marsha. 
Um, but we're deciding the fate of bands who have put themselves forward so bravely. So and should we have them at our party? We'd mm. love to have everyone. Mm. I'd love to have everyone there. We can't do that. Oh, shut up, mate. So we are asking for your advice. I'm one triple three five three. We just we just trawled through a whole bunch of demos this afternoon. We played you our highlights, Lauren. What did you like in those demos? I loved the two girls, Lash seventy eight. Lash seventy eight. It's two two young girls, Lauren and Sheridan. I think they're sisters. Um, they played A Star Is Born, uh, the single Shallows. Now, Ollie, I've just realised what 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 were the two girls' names? Uh, Lauren, I, Lauren I just, and Sheridan. I just noticed that later. He they, he told me on the line. And so, you're, Lauren, you're not from Reha, uh, from uh, Lash Seventy Eight, are you? No, no, I'm not. Okay, all right. Let's have a listen to the to their stuff again. Lauren, why do you like Lash Seventy Eight? Far out, man. Like, listen to their voices. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Isn't it? I like I. I know I was listening last night and they said about their band and their original artists, I want to hear their stuff. Yeah, okay. They hey, sound like they are ready to go. Are you a big yeah. Triple M fan, Lauren? They're ready for Sydney? I am. Okay. I'm a massive okay. Triple M fan. I grew up right. listening to rock music and I think these girls have really gotten in the muck and they can put on a show for you guys. Their vocals oh. combine like two sort of branches of serpents sort of, you know, combining together, don't they? Wow. What a, what a, yes, definitely. Yeah, yes. 100%. Thank you. Uh, Hayden on triple three five three, Mate, you've heard the demos. What are you liking? Um, I like the, uh, the cover band Rehash. Mm-hmm. I think if, if you're going to have a Christmas party, you want a band that plays songs that you can rock out to that you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if they're playing like rock covers like uh, Screaming Jet, then yeah, you you got to go with those guys, I reckon. See, I, you make a great point, Hayden. <laughs> you make a I mean, really good point, mate. I mean, you know, everyone likes original bands, but at a Christmas party, you really want to drink, you want to party, and you want to rock out stuff that you you know, you know. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. that age-old yeah. battle. Do you yeah. play the new stuff or the old stuff, the mm. covers or the originals? Hey, yeah, not at a Christmas party. Hayden, <laughs> Hayden, can I put you put something to you, right? Here you go. If we were to have two bands, let's say like a cover band and an original. Were there any that you heard before that you liked in the demos? Can you remember any? Great question. Oh, the yeah, the 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 one in the kitchen, the the oh, Aunt, of, Auntie Leon, the backstabbers, these guys. There you go. I, can I just play that one of their other tracks, Ollie? This one. Play the one I chose. West this Rain. one's Tombstone Canyon. I'm the DJ. They're really good as well. There's very, so many great very bands. 420. <laughs> <laughs> very 420. Very 420, bro, isn't it? You need a bit of that going on. Yeah. Which yeah, we definitely. had had offers of at this yeah. party, but we have turned them down <laughs> legally. Uh, Hayden, you've put up some great points, mate. Ollie, I think we need and definitely need another song. I love how all these calls we've had have uh, loved the female vocals. Yes. That's a that's a real win there. Um, but it's definitely making it harder because mm. I I I'm leaning towards Werewolves of Melbourne. Personally, can we hear that song again? Oh, today? Yeah. It is so good, isn't it? And they do covers. They do do covers and originals. All right, oh. we, we, let's go to Harvey Danger. Up next, we will decide. Yep. We'll stop. We'll, we'll stop teasing. We will actually decide up next. Yeah, yeah. Probably during this song, and then we'll tell you. <laughs> oh God. 
who's coming to the party to play, and they're all amazing acts. Such a tough decision. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Harvey Danger, flagpole sitter, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, very soon, if you ever take supplements and you've had a few questions to ask, we've got a protein expert coming in, a supplements expert not far away. We're trying to decide a music for our end-of-year party, Ella. It's going to be a massive end-of-year party. Hey, if you want to come, man, there's still a heap of space to come. Yeah. You just head to triplem.com.au, click on the win page, let us know what you can bring to the party. Maybe it's a cob loaf. At this, at this stage, loaf. a cob loaf will get you there. Yeah, if you can if you can make a cob loaf. Yeah. Um, but these, look, we've been trolling through demos all afternoon. Uh, and we, Tom's tired. Oh, yeah, Tom's am. tired from it. It was hard work, but it was worth it because mm. we heard a number of great bands. Mm. Shout outs to guys like the Vinyl Press, Valerie, mm. who are great musos. For reasons that are out of our control, it can Cold. be hard to get there. Cold Red Mute. Cold Red Mute. <laughs> Shout out for their song Moonshine, which is a heavy banger. Ollie, for me, it really comes down to Auntie Lee on the Backstabbers, Werewolves in Melbourne, and Rehash, and Lash Semi 8. <laughs> Don't, oh, be on. You, were, you were being less nice about Lash 78 Look, during I'm, this song. I'm going to be honest. You hate women. I've looked at. <laughs> you hate no, women. No, You're a gay man and you only want to see men on stage. How do you? Look, I've been looking at Lash 78's Instagram, the two young ladies. Thirsty Piggy? No, you, well, you've been looking at it more. Yes, I have. And let's be honest, there's a lot of pop oh, on their Instagram. Please. So I, I think I feel like that would be. A disservice to the hard rock of Triple M, yep. and yep. I think yep. they're out. Okay. Mm. Well, that leaves three bands. We have one person on the phone we do. to speak to, and we have to deliver, and we'd love to deliver the great news to this <coughs> band right. because they are very much on the front foot, as all bands have to be these days. They've put themselves out there. They pestered us. They harangued us and hounded us, yes. and that is to their credit because that's what's required to be successful. Yes, I'm giving a sermon. But congratulations to Elise and Rehash who are coming to the party. Well done. Oh my god! <laughs> Elise, you mate, you've made it. I've got sweet child of mine here that you did at one of the pubs. Oh, awesome. Elise, look, what we really want to do somewhat of an iPhone recording, but that's yeah. okay, Elise. Elise, we know <laughs> that you can rock it live. We've seen you play. Um, what what would you bring to our party? What kind of songs would you pull out? So, oh, guys, we're so excited. This is so awesome. Yep. Um, we, uh, like I said the other night, 90s, noughties now. We don't forget the classics, so we rock through things like The Gunners, as you heard, yep. ACDC, Bit of Metallica. I've seen um, some Blink-182 in there as well. So Blink-182, we love our Aussie artists, we love our female fronted, lots of divinals, yep. Nighty, that sort of oh, thing. This so, is perfect. Elise, bring that blue hair of yours as well. That's important. Uh, always, yep. always, guys. <laughs> Elise, thank you so much. We'll work out all the details uh, backstage, but you're coming to the party. Oh, my God. That's the greatest news. Thank you so much, guys. We can't wait. Hey, if you can figure out a, also a cover of this song, Celebrate, <laughs> Celebration by Cool and the Gang, that'll be needed. Yeah. All right. You guys will do that. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Elise. Uh, Ollie, I don't think that's it, though. As far as party announcements? As, well, as far as band announcements and party announcements. Uh, can we fit more in the party, you think? I think we can. I think I feel like there's one more band that I want to announce. Wow. But maybe not tonight. Because wow. they're not answering their phones. This is news to me. <laughs> this is news to me. Tom, I'll tell you what is uh, locked in and confirmed, is as well as a band 
Today I have lashed out. I have spent a lot of money. How much? On a bonus item. I can't reveal the figure because it's oh, a no. very big number. But oh. I have spent some money. Oh, God. I've got an amazing addition to the party that I will share with you in about 20 minutes' time. Oh, okay, great. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, still so many more party announcements to come, Ollie, and I'm sorry about all the technical difficulties that may be happening right now because yep. I did stuff up. That was your fault, yeah? Yeah, yep. definitely pressed, my fault. You pressed up. the button yep. at the wrong time. Yeah, it wasn't good. Anyway, oh, well. we'll move on. Tom, there is more to come in the show. We are chatting to Muse, the band, yeah. uh, Chris, the bass player, and we're That's also, it. I have a big announcement about a large sum of money that I spent on our party, yeah. which is very exciting. I think you're going to love it. I'm worried about that. But right now, I want to get more... Investigative is the word I would use, Tom. Do you want to say it? <laughs> uh, you know I can't say this Just word. Just say it. Investigative. Investigative. <laughs> uh, investigative. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking protein and supplements up next. We've got yeah. uh, Justin Strout, who is uh, very much in the know-how when it comes to all this stuff. Nutrition, uh, science. Stick uh, around. You're protein. with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. It's called Chisel by River. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Muse isn't far away, as well as a big announcement for our party. One of the uh, best things about this job, Tom, is you get to explore topics of deep interest. And for me, (laughs) uh, recently having begun a a workout called the Brad Pitt Fight Club workout, uh, which is going great, thanks for asking. Uh, There's a lot to it, and there's a lot of talk around gymming, exercising, Mm. protein, supplements. And I wanted to get to the bottom of all this stuff and work out what we need, what we don't need. So I've got Justin Strout, who you've got a great resume, but is this true? You're the GM of Australian Institute of Fitness. Yeah, that's correct. That's That's a pretty good title. Yeah. Um, you're also a sportsman in your own right. You used to play rugby? Yep, rugby union. Um, not uh, many people in Victoria play rugby union, but it is a game that's played uh, quite extensively in yeah. South Africa. Yeah. South African, that's the accent. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you're also the managing director of Keto Nutrition. So you make your own nutritional um, foods and, and products? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So we can trust you. This is great. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're doing. Let's do it. Hang on. Is there any skin in the game, though, to be pro supplements for you right now? Uh, I think the supplement angle came as a result of me looking for products that I couldn't find when okay. I went to a low carbohydrate diet. Cool. And yeah, the, so the supplement angle came post me looking for product. Okay. Um, so okay. yeah, I suppose there is skin in the game. There's always skin in the game. <laughs> but uh, it, it, was, it was an extension of, of, a, of a lack or a I need. Trust you. Yeah. I trust you. I want an unbiased yeah. opinion. Yeah. That's all, John. Yeah. I'm going to say Ollie's looking more like Brad Pitt every day. So <laughs> I don't know. Does that give me credibility? Well, I like you even more now, Justin. But um, <laughs> people might wonder, and I've heard it before, is that the protein and, and shakes, uh, post-shake, post-workout shake rather, um, all that stuff is a bit of a hoax and your body doesn't actually Just weigh it out, use it or need it. Yeah, your body gets enough protein from natural dieting. Is there truth to that statement? Uh, y- yes and no. So okay. how's that for an answer? Yep. Um, Classic. Yeah. So if you're doing a high-intensity workout, particularly weight training or something like that, where you start to break down muscle fiber and you need to repair that muscle fiber, then having a post-workout shake or, or protein definitely helps those amino acids get into the system and helps that muscle to repair stronger so that you can get back into the gym and, and push more weights. And that's how we grow muscle fiber. Right. If you're doing a low-intensity exercise or low-intensity activity, going for a walk, or you know, even a, a basic jog, then it's not necessary to have you know, additional protein directly after your workout because you essentially haven't broken down any muscle fiber, so what are you trying to repair? So, so your proteins are really for strength training? Yeah, so that's why I say yes and no. So from okay. a, a sporting perspective, post-workout, but yeah. you do need protein in your diet. So you know, protein is responsible for you know, connective tissue, your muscle, your blood, 
uh, all your cells, your you know enzymes, etc. So it's in, it's incredibly important. If you don't have protein, you yeah. essentially waste away. But um, at, in some extents, it is you know over over exaggerated how much protein you need. Yeah. Um, but it is essential for you know f- particularly to athletes. So if I go to the gym, let's say in the morning about eleven o'clock. Uh, after that, I go have a steak sandwich for lunch, high in protein. Yeah. Is a shake then redundant because I've got enough protein? Yeah, so you want to go about 25 to 30 grams of protein. That's really where your body's going to max out. Unless you are you know, a 150 kilo you know, bodybuilder, then you're obviously going to be able to absorb a hell of a lot more protein. But mm. for you know, most people, 50, uh, 25 to 30 grams of protein is So is what's that, be... for example? Is that like a chicken breast or a steak? Yeah, good question. So about 100 grams of raw protein gives you about 25 grams of net protein. So okay. a protein... Uh, this sort of chicken fillets, so the size of your palm of your hand, or a steak or something, that's going to be about, on average, about 100 grams, and that's going to give you 25 grams net protein. Okay. So that that would be a good indicator of, of where you're going to get some protein from. So, you know, chicken, fish, seafood, um, that sort of thing is is all all about the same net yield. What kind of stuff do you think are, are fallacies out there? What are well, things we let, should... let's get into that up next, Ollie. One triple three five three. If you've got a question for Justin Strout, who's general manager of, of the Australian Institute of Fitness, about supplements, about dieting around sport, that kind of thing. One triple three five three, and we will talk about some of those fallacies up next. This Excellent. is some new music from the Teskey Brothers called "I Get Up." Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Off their new album, Half Mile Harvest, I Get Up, the Teskey Brothers. Awesome new music here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. And we have questions. Do you like staying fit? Do you like being healthy? Do you like gymming? You're in luck because we are chatting to Justin Strout, who is uh, the GM of the Australian Institute of Fitness, uh, as well as many other things. Um, Justin, we're learning a lot from you. Managing Director of Keto Nutrition. I've got a little protein bar here, Ollie. Yeah, well, it's probably a bit late for that, is it, Justin? No, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) We, We are talking about supplements, though. Yes, I've been doing a bit of gymming, and you have too, Tom. Oh, and we're trying to work true. out whether supplements and protein is it worth it? Is there a, is there cons happening here? And Michael's got a question on one triple three five three about pre workouts. Michael, what's your question for uh, for Justin? Yeah, hello, Justin. Um, yeah, I, I'm a uh, just a casual gym goer, yeah. and um, you know I like my pre workout formulas. I used to be a bit of a Red Bull addict, <laughs> and um, I started to drink. Yeah, well, I started to drink the pre-workouts because of the least, uh, the less sugar. Yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of these pre-workouts are loaded with amino acids, and that's probably the biggest thing because a new one tends to pop up every few months. Um, citrulline, arginine, carnitine—they're all kind of common ones. Uh, the latest one I heard about was one called agnotine. All right, Mark. Okay. What's, what's, what's your question? What's your question, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on on the whole uh, amino acid. <laughs> Yeah, so I think you've got two distinct, uh, two distinct uh, topics there. The pre-workouts are obviously your stimulant-based uh, product that you would take before you go to gym or before you did a big workout. Get you jacked and up. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So um, you essentially want that to increase um, your blood flow, and you want to basically push more blood into the muscles so that you can work it harder and for longer. Amino acids are protein-based uh, um, chains, and they help with muscle repair and recovery. So, yes, there are often amino acids in the pre-workout, but you tend to take the pre-workout for going to gym or pre-workout, and you take the amino acids afterwards for recovery. Okay. So. Um, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. Should should the average gymmer, who's not a crazy, you know, person, but, you know, does a bit of it, should they use pre-workout? 
because I don't want to. I don't want to use Tom's it. anti it, and I, I can I, I really understand like it. it. What do you think? Yeah. So I don't use pre workouts a lot. Um, you, look, you look good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No, like no, like really good. It's okay, Tom. We'll get back to you, Tom. We'll get you in there. You're all right, right? So, yeah, I don't use them a lot. I'll use them if I'm doing a particularly difficult day or if I'm feeling really sluggish and I know I need to get a workout in. But on the average day, I don't. I prefer to to really let my body, you know, work as hard as it can without using them. But if they're a big race or something like that, then I'll definitely build them in, yeah. Because you're doing triathlon training as well. Hey, we'll get to the keto diet in just a sec because we've got a question from John. But what are some of these phallic... Like, I just... I just think if I'm eating normal, balanced diet, right, with lots of veggies, proteins, good fats, all that kind of stuff, good carbs, surely that's better than anything out there that's that's delivering this in manufactured way. Yeah, in a manufactured way. Hundred percent. And I think that's okay. the, the the core of it is a supplement, right? Yeah. It should be there to supplement. So if you're doing an average amount of work and you're eating normal food and you're doing an average amount of exercise, mm. there's absolutely no need no read to knees and, uh, yeah, knees no and reason yeah. <laughs> to supplement, right? Yeah. But if you're doing an abnormal load, if you're doing an abnormal amount of exercise okay. and you're pushing yourself really hard, you're going to need to supplement because to get that much food in mm. is really difficult, mm. right? Or at certain times, strategic times, it, it becomes difficult. So I'm a big whole food proponent. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really advocate that people eat the majority of their food as whole food mm-hmm. um, and then use the supplements to really take them to the next level as, a, as okay. an athlete. And I use athletes, you know, quite as a broad term. So mm-hmm. anyone who's doing any exercise um, can be, you know, brought into that, into that um, class. Yeah. Now, the keto diet is something you delve into. Is it a topic we can get into, you know, in a minute or two? Or is it pretty, how dense is the keto world? Yeah, so uh, we, can have a, we can have a crack at well, it. Well, let's hear John's question about the keto diet. John? Uh, yeah, I've just started fasting uh, before lunch, not having breakfast. And I just want to see if that was beneficial um, towards the keto diet. I've really cut down my carbs and trying to get off bread and all that, but the main one's just not eating breakfast. Is that worth it, fasting? Yeah, what is your, what is your main goal? Is it to lose weight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, um, Intermittent fasting is a, is a big one. So essentially um, 12 and 6. So you would, you would eat between 12 uh, p.m. And, and, well, and 8 p.m. Um, and fast for the rest of the day. So there's a lot of benefits to that. It obviously speeds up um, your, your fat oxidization, which will help you to lose weight. Um, and you're eating in that compressed window. So the idea is not to eat less calories, but it's to eat them in a compressed window so that you can use your fat as a, as a resource and, and, and lose that weight. So... Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of benefit to that intermittent fasting. Also, in terms of from a cellular perspective, um, it really helps your body to recover and helps your DNA to recover. So there's a lot of health benefits to intermittent fasting. But first things first, you need to cut the sugar and the carbs. Right. Otherwise, if you go fast, if you go from a high carbohydrate, sugar burning diet, mm. and you try and just not eat, you're going to be hypoglycemic and you're going to be wanting to eat everything on the table. You can see. So <laughs> wow. yeah. first, cut sugar, carbs, get your right. body used to it, and then attempt to fast. Amazing stuff. Well, thank you so much. Justin, there's a lot of questions coming through, but we can't spend all night talking about gymming. I'd love to, um, but uh, we love your expertise and thank you so much. Pleasure. Thanks you with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Come as you are, Nirvana, Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Ollie, I just want to recap. We are so excited to get Rehash, the band, the cover band playing at our end of year party. I mean, um, what amazing stuff. Listen to these vocals. 
to have Rehash, the cover band, at our yeah. interview party. If you missed that, that happened about uh, 20 minutes ago. We were lucky to, well, they were lucky to get involved, and, w- and we, we shocked them with the surprise announcement. Ollie, I'm going to tell you, we are going to announce another band for our interview party before the end of the show. Can we do that, Tom? Yes. Yes, I've decided Jesus. that we're going to do it, mate. We're going to announce another band as well as what? the shock purchase that I oh, made today, no, no. which is also <laughs> going to add a lot of cool value to our party. When's that coming up? Is that after we talk to Muse? When do you want to do that? Yeah, I'll do it before nine o'clock. Oh my God. In the next half right. an hour, okay. I've spent upwards of $800. Stick, it's, it's above that. Stick around. Muse also has a new album out tomorrow. Let's chat to the man up next. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Tom and Ollie <laughs> on Triple M. Just like a five-year-old, these two keep asking questions. And just like a five-year-old, our Play-Doh bill is through the roof. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Simulation Theory is Muse's new album that drops tomorrow. <laughs> Ollie, uh, there's times in your radio career where you really look at yourself and you go, geez, I'm doing all right. <laughs> well, really? Because we've got, we got Chris, the bassist from Muse, one of the yeah. biggest bands in the world on the phone. Yeah, it's pretty cool, Tom. They have a new album, as you oh, say, and we're going to hear about the plans of the album, oh. the plans for their live shows, which are always epic. I'm really nervous. I'm going to stuff up, I reckon. Yeah, you probably will. Oh, God. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And for Muse up next, yes. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Naughty After Nine isn't far away. We'll talk sleeping naked. Ooh. Oh, uh, Tom, Muse are one of those great rock bands that have been around for so long, have been multi-genre kind of bands. They don't get confined or no. defined by too many things. Uh, and they are back with a brand new album. It's called Simulation Theory. The new single is called Pressure. And um, we're, we're loving it so far. I heard it a bit, a bit already. And we're joined by Chris, the bass player, who is um, down the line. But I've got a question for you, Chris. The album cover of Simulation Theory, it looks a lot like Stranger Things, the TV show. Is that a thing you were drawing on, that kind of vibe? It is, yeah. Well, I, th- I think there was quite a lot of... Um, I think the further we got into the album, the more we kind of realised that there was, there was definitely this kind of 80s thing going on with the sound. Um, you know, there was definitely uh, you know, a lot of experimentation with synthesizers, probably more so than, than on previous albums. Mm. And um, I don't know, there, there just definitely seemed to be this 80s thing that we kept hearing within what we were doing. So... I guess that kind of reminded us a little bit of, uh, you know, obviously Stranger Things being a more recent thing, but I guess, you know, the period of time that we grew up, you know, and the, the, the music that we listened to when we were really young, you know, the, probably some of the first music that we were ever exposed to when we were, you know, three, four, five years old, and uh, and some of those great classic, you know, 80s films as well. Which yeah, we, like uh, Back to the know, Future, which I saw in love. The, the Pressure film clip. You've got so many 80s films in that film clip. It's awesome. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we just kind of, you know, we talked about all of the stuff that we we watched when we were kids, and and we just felt like it was probably a, gr- a really good kind of visual reference to have so that we could run through the videos and through the artwork. And um, yeah, I, th- I think you know, with the pressure video, we we almost kind of threw a little bit of everything at it, you know. Yeah, it's almost uh, it's got that Tron feel, which I guess is part of that era mm. and virtual reality. You guys do seem to um, love your themes. I want to ask you about the the way that you sort of. I guess all find yourselves collaborating around one idea, but just staying on that theme currently and the new album's got a song called something human. And, uh, it sounds mm. like Matt singing about wanting something more human, but there's also electronic vibes to the song. What is that sort of communicating that you, you reckon as a society where we're clashing with technology and, and, and being human, is that a, an issue you're exploring? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, th- I think, you know, even, you know, like you say, within the, the sonics of the song, there's a very definite conflict between the, uh, 
you know, the kind of organic elements of the of the music and the more technological elements of the music. And, you know, I think that works great with the, you know, the lyrical content that he's, you know, the, the things that he's singing about. And I, I guess it is about, you know, perhaps this person who is trapped in this kind of simulated reality who, um, you know, is just kind of yearning to, to go back to something a little more real. Um, and I think, I think that's the case for a lot of us these days. You know, I think, I think over the last 10 or 15 years, there's just been this, you know, this influx of new technology. And, you know, we, we kind of live so much of our lives in technology now. And, uh, you know, and it's great. You know, you think, yeah, you've got, you know, you've got your phones, you've got games, you've got virtual reality, you've got all this stuff. And, and actually, sometimes you kind of feel like you get the greatest pleasures of life just going for a little walk, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right, absolutely. Enjoying nature and enjoying the real world. And I think that's something that um, I think maybe a lot of us are kind of battling with at the moment because we are in this kind of weird place where technology's kind of taken over so much of our lives that, um, you know, you kind of forget to live, live in the real world sometimes. I agree. I reckon there's going to be a pushback from technology at some point soon where people go, what are we doing? We're just getting too sucked in here. I think so, yeah. I mean, I think, I think it just affects the way that we are as, as, as people as well, you know. I mean, mm. it, I, I notice it with, um, it's quite interesting being a dad, you know, and seeing my, my older kids and the way, that, the, the way that they are compared to the way that I was, you know, when I was their age and how, even the way that, you know, people, you know, particularly younger kids now communicate with each other, you know, so much of their communication is through technology. Um, and there's actually very little in the way of real conversation going on, you know, and you almost feel like you're going to get to the point where, people aren't even going to have to talk to each other anymore, um, you know, which would be a great shame, obviously. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, Chris, I'd love to chat about your live music as well up next, but let's put on that uh, new single, Pressure. Yeah, it's so good. It's off their brand new album, Muse's brand new album, Simulation Theory, out tomorrow. This is Pressure by Them. More with Chris from Muse. Up next, you with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. That's the new track from Muse. It's called Pressure off their new album, Simulation Theory. That's out tomorrow. Can't wait to give it a massive spin. What a banger uh, that was. Oh, so good. Hopefully we spin that. We are chatting really to Chris, it. the bass player from Muse. Uh, now, you guys are known as a massive live act. You, you're known for huge production levels. With the album done, you must turn to touring now. What is the plan for the live shows in the future? Well, I, th I think in keeping with, you know, obviously the themes of the album, I think the idea was that we would... Uh, Again, you know, maybe try and pull away from some of the technology elements of, of the live show. And I, I think because the drones tour was so technology heavy and, um, you know, a lot of the things that we did on the drones tour were things that hadn't really been done before in a live show. So I kind of feel like, you know, we'd maybe kind of push the technology side of things as far as we could. Um, and we felt that maybe we should sort of sidestep away from that and maybe introduce something, um, you know, with a bit more of a human element to it. You know, we talked a lot about you know, getting a lot of performers in, you know, and uh, almost making the show a little bit more theatrical with, with actual real people rather than mm -hmm. trying to make the screens bigger and better and trying yeah. to get, you know, more things flying around the arena, you know, because we kind of feel like we've done a lot of that, you know. Every, every tool we've done has always been about new technology and what's available now and what new things can we do. And, yeah. uh, I, I you, you know, Chris. we thought it would be quite cool just to actually come back from that a little bit and, and make it a bit more of a human show, you know. A bit more so Beyonce, good. a bit more yeah. live dances, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, even things like, uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, David Byrne's show, you know, he's, he's doing this amazing show at the moment or, or recently. And I went to see that in, in London and, uh, you know, it was all very, you know, the production side of things was very kind of stripped back, really. But there was just this amazing human element to the show where there was, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 performers that he had and all of which were, you know, playing all these kind of strange instruments and stuff. And it was just, it was, a, you know, a good example of a show that was, 
amazing because of the, the human element rather than any kind of technology enhancement. Yeah. Um, Chris, uh, a great man of ours, Jeff, has been a huge fan of yours uh, for quite a while now. Uh, he, he gushes. He's once written a musical about your music. That's the extent of his fandom. We've asked, we've asked him to... Um, I, hope, the... I hope that's okay. Yeah. I hope there's no like lawsuits waiting to happen there. It was just for a camp. Nobody saw it commercially. It yeah, was all, so, you know, yeah. it was for a volunteer camp, you know. Didn't go anywhere. No, I, I, I would definitely see it. I would definitely go and see it. <laughs> um, he's asked a question of us, and we're going to play it to you, and we'd love to hear your answer. Hey Tom and Ollie and Chris, um, so Muse was a band that I got into fairly late in my life. Uh, the first album that I really listened to was The Resistance and I really wish I'd um, kind of got into you guys uh, earlier so I could have spent more time enjoying your excellent music um, and I'm just wondering if there's a, a band that you wish that you'd got into earlier in life. Do you know what? I think um, Nirvana would be a good example, actually, because um, I was probably about 13 or 14 when I got into Nirvana. Um, and I think it was it was well after Nevermind had been released and probably just before maybe a new tour got released. And I never got to see them play live, which mm. was um, absolutely tragic because they were one of my favourite bands ever. Um, you know, they were a really important band for us. You know, when we started the band, you know, we were quite influenced by them in the early days. And obviously they were just such an important band in the history of rock music and, you know, always will be. Um, but unfortunately, you know, I think because of the age that I was at, um, I kind of missed the boat really when it came to seeing them live, you know. And I think the first time I went to Reading Festival was uh, 1994 and they played in 1993 or 92. Right. So uh, that was always my biggest regret was never seeing Nirvana play live. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us, and I can't wait to spin Simulation Theory, which is out on Friday. Mate, thank you so much for joining us. Cool. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. It's Slash featuring Miles Kennedy driving rain. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. What a bloody legend Chris was from Muse. I just want to say that. He's an absolute legend. There, Love it. That album, out tomorrow, check it out. Oh. Uh, Simulation Theory. Tom, a lot of chat about our party on tonight's oh, yeah. show. It makes sense. It's a Thursday. We're mm-hmm. building up into that festive time. Yeah. Our party is next Friday, which means there is still work to do. We've announced a band. <laughs> so much to do. We have a second band that you have said we're going to announce tonight. I'm not yeah, across yeah. that, but we have another band yeah. hopefully supporting Rehash. Yeah, which is a cover band. That's all good and well. That's but awesome. Tom, I also have done something privately. Yeah. What's this? I, I didn't go through you, you with this one. What's this? I just thought, you know what? Someone's got to take the helm here. How much money and have you spent? Can you can you tell us that? Tell us how much you've spent. Thousand dollars. Spent a thousand bucks in one purchase, why? but it's going to be worth it. Tom. What have you done? I'll tell you why. What I'll have, tell you why it's going to be so what bloody good. What have you done? I bought one thing. Oh, okay. One big thing. Oh, God. All right, we'll find out what that is up next. This is Tom Petty, Free Fallen. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. It's Tom Petty, Free Fallen. We'll announce uh, another band for our interview party soon. But after nine o'clock for Naughty After Nine, we're talking sleeping naked. I've got some amazing science to do with sleeping naked that you'll need to hear. Tom, I've been alluding to the fact that uh, I've gone out on a limb today and I've purchased something massive for our end of year party. It's uh, very exciting. I I can't wait to tell you. I'm I'm worried. Well, le- look, can you, I you've start? Gone, you've gone rogue with, I, the, with the cash. Can I start by saying, on this show we are a team and uh, we are a democracy. Somet- sometimes we're a democracy and everything is done. With each other in mind, and oh, you know, we, you think about each other, and you think about what would the team want, and that's that's how the show works normally, and I think it's failed us, and so today, 
What I did was I thought, let's underwrite Tom. What have you done? Let's go behind his back. What have you done? I spent a lot of money. I thought... How what? much did you spend? I've already told you I spent $1,000. Oh, nice round sum. But let's be honest. I was the guy much. at the casino who risked it all. I know. It, Not all of it. Most of it. Two grand on double or nothing and it had the win. So I think I have a, a good right to spend a grand. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, no, I don't know about that, but go on. From seeing some great videos online of this happening at other parties, yeah. from seeing websites like rideabull.com.au, oh, no. I have gone ahead and I've secured for us... You've got a real bull. I have not got a real bull, <laughs> oh, but got? I've got a mechanical bucking bull. What? Woohoo! Yeah, cowboy, jump no, on the back of that bull. No, it's mechanical. No, it's no, got no. two separate rotators. No. It'll go back and forth. No. Everyone will have a good time. Ollie, Ollie, but for a thousand, I know, I know, bucking bulls are fun. But for a thousand bucks, what? Not, not what? What would you pay for a bucking bull? Like a couple of hundred. You're dreaming. Oh, Tell him he's dreaming, God. Tom, because a thousand dollars is a drop in the ocean when it comes to the compared to the fun and the enjoyment that we'll have. Just imagine watching some plonker. <laughs> Jump on, <laughs> jump on the bucking ball, what and just and just get thrown off in like five seconds. That's good fun for everyone. I am not getting on that ball now. Why not? Well, because you just fat shamed every single person. Because you are that plonker. You can already <gasps> oh. see it playing out. Oh, how dare you? you? You won't last a second. Oh. And that's why I'm excited to get the bucking oh, no, ball. No, out. no, no, no. Everyone's going to have a turn. I, but he, I'm going to get very competitive with this bucking ball. Oh, I definitely will be able to stay on longer you're than you. You're going to practice, are you? You think you're going to stay longer than me? Mate, I've been oh. practicing my whole life. If you know what I mean. <laughs> You've been riding that bull? Riding bulls on my life. Wow. Well, since I came out at 18. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M.